Welcome to the AMC Stock Story Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Corey, and this is not financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. This is solely for entertainment purposes as I talk about my experiences of investing in AMC stock and becoming an AMC ape. Episode 44, Who Run AMC Town? You know who. Say. Master Blaster. Say loud. Master Blaster. Master Blaster. Master Blaster. What? Master Blaster runs Water Louder. Master Blaster runs Water That's a clip from the 1985 movie Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. It was the third Mad Max film in the series. And in that scene, um, the movie takes place. There's a, if you don't know Mad Max, it's post-apocalyptic, you know, film franchise. And in this this film, society is trying to build back up again. And there's this town called Barter Town. Tina Turner runs the top of it where everybody's trading and getting along with their lives. But then down below, there's the people that make the power of the city. And that was a power struggle between Master Blaster, who runs the under part of the city that produces the energy, and Tina Turner, who um, runs the top part of the city. And they were, he was, you know, wanted to remind Tina Turner, hey... Where do you get your power from? You know, you get it from us. So who runs this town? You know, I run this town. And I play that clip because, you know, who runs AMC Town? Who run AMC Town? Is it the hedge funds? Is it the apes? Is it the SEC? Is it AMC, the actual company? Who run AMC Town? Now, also part of that scene is that uh, Tina Turner doesn't like these power struggles. She doesn't like this guy calling her out and pulling this baloney. So they hired Mad Max to kill the Master Blaster. Or to, it, Ma- Master Blaster, I should explain his character if you don't know. He's actually two people. That, that he's sort of the brains of the operation, who's a little person that sits on top of a big hulking guy. And that's the, the master blaster part of it. He, the blaster is the big guy, and then the master is the, the little guy at the top, I guess. So that's master blaster. Anyway, they hire Mel Gibson to kill the, the big guy. So on, uh, on Tuesday, we got hit. Hedgies hit us again. You know, I did a podcast called AMC Fight Club. And I talked about how we're in a fight. You know, when was the last time you were in a fight? Because you're in one now. And maybe, I'm not going to say we got cocky. Maybe we were looking ahead. But the, AM, the, the hedge funds came back and they clocked us one yesterday. Okay. Wasn't a knockout punch. Wasn't a knockout punch, but they still want to play. And it got our attention, obviously. And we'll see how much they want to play. 
We'll see how far they want to dip us again. And it reminds me, back when we were in the low 30s, there was a story going around that the hedge fund strategy was going to be, let the stock go up. Some people thought it would go up to 100. Others later said, nope, they're just going to let it go back to 50. They're going to let it go up, and then they're going to cut it down again to shake people out. Like, hey, the cage door's open. You're free. You're in the black again, right? All you got to do is walk out. Us apes, smooth-brained apes, dumb money apes. We said, nope, we're holding. Thank you. We're, we're good. We're just going to hold here. Hedgy said, okay, all right, you had your chance. Bang. Dropped us, you know, four or five bucks. Okay. Okay. They may drop us another four or five bucks today. And who knows after that? Maybe we go back to the 30s. As crazy, as stupid as that seems, we might do it all over again. And then, um, who knows, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll be, maybe come January 2022, we'll be back in the 50s again, salivating, you know, about the MOAS that hasn't come. Who runs AMC Town? Right now, yesterday, you could make a case, the Hedgies still run it. They can pull the manipulation. Doesn't appear like they worried about any rules that the SEC made. They're just doing what they want. And what they want is to drive our price down, shake us out. And right now they're running AMC Town. We're told, you know, people say that, that the price we see on the ticker is not the real price. Who's controlling that? <laughs> you know who's who's reporting that who's who's steering all the money to the dark pools to keep the price suppressed who runs AMC town the hedge funds run it for now but what happens if things slip out of the control hmm? what happens if that price gets a little too heavy and that weakest hedge fund gets margin called. And that's enough to really pop the price up. Boom. There it goes. There goes the ticker. There goes that rip. That, you know, who knows, $10, $15, $20 rip. And that's enough to make it unsustainable for the next weakest hedge fund. Boom. There they go. And before you know it, it's a f the full-on MOAS. And now that stock price is just going crazy. Hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands. Just going up. Who runs AMC Town then? Yeah, that's the apes. The apes will run AMC Town then. Not for long, not forever. But during the MOAS, it's the shareholders who decide when they're going to sell their stock back. They set the price. And they run AMC Town.
And what about the SEC? The SEC could suspend dark pool trading for 30 days right now. I believe they have the authority to do that. They could do it. And what would happen if AMC stock was reported as it should be? Hmm? What would happen then? Probably go up. SEC does not run Bartertown. Not right now they don't. Who knows, maybe in the future they can. The SEC does not run AMC Town. Maybe in the future they will. They ban, you know, the, the payment for order flow. They do dark pool reform, so hedge funds can't just cheat, use it to cheat retail investors that it, it's set up. They do what it was originally set up to do. But right now, none of that's happening. The SEC does not run Barter Town. And then there's AMC. With Adam and the job he's doing as CEO. I think they're doing fine, but it's almost like they're irrelevant to our squeeze play. Listen, anytime there's good news from AMC, that's great. That, all, that helps. It does nothing but help. But ultimately, this is a squeeze play. We're just waiting for the squeeze, if it comes. And that's a risk that we take. The hedge funds have infinite risk in the losses that they could face. But we, as people that jumped in on this, to get a squeeze play, we take risk too, and there may not be a squeeze play. They may find a behind-the-scenes way to take care of this, get this done. A lot, a lot of hassle, and they get away with it. Wouldn't be the first time, right? So it was a bit of a come down after a bunch of green days to have a, a, a red day like that where we're just hit. And we'll see what happens today. <laughs> Honestly, I, you know, I'm not very good with predictions. Is it going to be a good day, bad day? They're going to continue the shorting. I, I would say get ready for the bad day, right? I mean, be prepared for the worst. Hope for the best, be prepared for the worst. And if you have that philosophy, I think you'll do mostly okay in life. So there's not really much to be said. I didn't sell any of my stock yesterday. I don't suppose you sold any either. So what's there really to talk about? Not much. Hang in there. We'll see what Hedgie's up to. And we'll deal with it. Um, I want to talk about a couple other little things on this podcast. One of the, the good things is I, I had mentioned I was on the future of the podcast that I was running out of storage space. <laughs> that unless I had wanted to upgrade the podcast and pay a higher um, annual rate, I was going to run out of room, and I started deleting my older episodes from other other very you know incarnations of this this podcast. Um, anyway, I I was a few days away from renewing, and there was a, a message on there about upgrading. It was a very deep discount on their ultimate upgrade level, which means you know unlimited storage. And thanks to the deep discount on the upgrade, I was able to basically renew 
at a cheaper rate than if I just renewed at the level that I was at. So I'll be able to keep all my episodes on there at least for a while and uh, keep adding them. So that's there. The other thing I want to talk about is, you know, my son, he's starting soccer this year and he's never really played before and he's never really played a team sport or an organized sport. So, uh, you know, a lot of times when he goes out there, you know, he's a little hesitant. And he had his first game the other day. And, you know, at times when he was on the field, he didn't really want to engage. That while the other kids were out chasing the ball, he was just kind of standing near his coach. And, you know, he just wasn't, you know, he really just wasn't engaged and playing in the game. And I I tried to explain to him later. I said, you know, these are your teammates and they're depending on you. And when you don't play, um, that, you know, there's there's four kids on the other team. There's four kids on your team. But when you don't play, then they have four people playing and your team only has three people playing. So I was trying to, you know, teach him about team. And, um, And then so today he had soccer practice and their coach... They had to cancel the practice at the last minute, but they encouraged people like, hey, if you can still make it, you know, we have the field reserved, you can still go. And and um, me and my son, we went, and then there was two other children that had gone. So they, they got to play and work with each other, and I really hope that that helps him uh, feel more comfortable about being on the field and playing with his team. And, you know, it's funny. You think, well, it's just soccer. What is the big deal, right? I played organized sports, and I still remember what it was like to be on my teams. These are these are building blocks of, um, you know, my son's life. And he'll remember all these things. So I'm really trying hard to, you know, make them good building blocks for him. Um, but it was really nice to see him out playing with the other two boys, and uh, hopefully that will help him a lot. But it was just that idea of team, and the ape nation, we're team as well. Now, obviously, we're a bunch of individual investors, but, you know, we can support each other. We're here. There's this podcast. If you want to, you know, hey, we had a rough day, Right. Come on back to the podcast. You know, we'll talk. I hope you're doing well. It stinks. There's no sugarcoating it. And, you know, this is where you can come and hang out and talk, right? But we're a team. In the end, we each have to make our own individual decision on our exit plan. But if you ever need comfort, you know, in the meantime... Come on by, listen to the episodes, and um, we'll hang out, right? You know, something to think about. When we get ladder attacked, we always complain about the manipulation. Yet when the stock goes up, we don't quite talk about manipulation at that point. It's other things. It's fundamentals. It's our strength as, uh, you know, holding and everything else. But it, I think there's some validity to if look when the when the price goes down, that's them manipulating it down, and when the price goes up, maybe that's them manipulating it going up. They could choke it off anytime they wanted to, but 
they not? They're letting it go up, which gives into the theory that, hey, they, they let it go up to 50 on purpose, and they gave people a couple days to think about it, to try to cash out, and now they're going to drop it again. But my hope is that it continues its climb upward. But yeah, we had a little flattening out here, went down. But I hope it comes back and roars its way into the MOAS. And maybe that will be the next episode of the AMC Stock Story.